can guarantee that every Latin American main dish includes even a tiny bit of salt and lime. Hi, I'm Romina. I've created a podcast called Limonizar, where you can learn the culture, foods, and even the recipes of many different places in Latin America, in the comfort of your own home. Just sit back and enjoy. including empanadas and humitas. I am Romina, and this is Limonizar. I hope you enjoy this episode, and let's start. If you don't know anything about Chile yet, don't worry, let me give you some background information. Chile is a country situated along the western seaboard of South America. It extends approximately 2,700 miles from its boundary with Peru, a long and narrow country because it has an average width for, of only around 110 miles, with a maximum of 217 miles at the latitude of Antofagasta. Chile borders Argentina, Peru, and Bolivia. Chile also has sovereignty over Easter Island. And Chile also borders the Andes Mountains. Chile has a lot of different climates as well. It has deserts around the part near the equator of Chile, which is more to the north, and colder areas around the south, because Chile has also a lot of land near Antarctica. There are some differences between Chile and other Latin American countries though. For example, Chile gained a lot of its wealth from manufacturing and factories rather than agriculture. It still earned money from agriculture, but it was mostly from manufacturing and factories. In Chile, there was also a lot of migration from European countries, such as Italy, Germany, and Spain. My grandpa also actually came from Italy to Chile, which is a large part of my ethnicity. And I also have a Chilean nationality, so doing this episode is very special for me. Chile is also a very big fan of soccer, with many of their teams going to World Cups. cultures in Chile, including the Rapa Nui in the Easter Islands that dress up with white feather or or straw skirts with big crowns or hats on their head with intricate designs, or the Aymaras that are located in Chile, Peru, and Bolivia and wear colorful ponchos and hats. But one of the most popular indigenous cultures in Chile is the Mapuches, maybe because of their growing representation in Chile or their strong sense of cultural identity and resistance to cultural assimilation from Spanish colonizers. The Mapuches are an indigenous culture around Chile that lived around agricultural areas and lived out of the land. Each Mapuche village had a chief or cacique. The Mapuche cultivated maize, 
beans, squash, potatoes, chili peppers, and other vegetables, and fish, fished, hunted, and kept guinea pigs for meat. They kept llamas as pack animals and as a source of wool. A man's wealth was reckoned in terms of the size of its llama herd. Now a lot of now a lot of Mapuches are fighting to get their land back from the colonizers that colonized Chile. like a Chilean tamal, but it originates from the Mapuche tribe in Chile. These umitas are one of a kind because of their taste and even though they look like tamales, I believe that they're completely different once you try them. The basil and onion seasoning makes these umitas to die for. The word umita is believed to originate from Quechua, from the areas mostly in Peru. If you want the recipe of this delicious food, I have it linked in my Google Drive folder in my podcast description. I hope you enjoy it. The pastel de choclo is a well-known dish in Chile that is eaten on any occasion. This dish was believed to have originated from Peru. But I have included this dish in this episode because I believe that the pastel de choclo chileno is very exquisite and something worth mentioning and trying. The pastel de choclo is also very present in Chile's culture. It has been prepared since the 19th century as a peasant food and it re reached the cities in the early 1900s together with the massive migration of peasants to the cities. It consists of a cream of corn baked with a base of meat, chicken, boiled eggs, olives, and raisins. The pastel de choclo originated in the time of many indigenous tribes, but only began to diffuse noticeably through Chile around the time that Chile was colonized. Let's talk about the Spanish conquest in Chile. When the Spanish conquered Chile, the indigenous people resisted their attempts to assimilate them into the Spanish culture, and the indigenous people did not want to be slaves either. This made early colonizers have to work Chile's agricultural land themselves, and this also caused a lot of wars in Chile between the Spanish and the Mapuches and other indigenous tribes. Like Chile didn't have much metal or gold, the Spanish at first didn't really invest a lot of time or money in Chile, until Chile gained independence from Spain, which was a struggle from Chilean people, and just then did the economy start to really grow. a widespread and also really well-known food from Chile. The most popular type of empanada is empanada de pino, filled with meat, egg, olives, and onion. The pino filling was a mix of foods that we find in Chile that the Mapuches also ate 
and called Pirup. The empanada appeared in Chile when Don Pedro de Valdivia, a colonizer from Spain, was in the process of conquering Chile. As time went by, it was transformed into a Creole edible baked or fried dough stuffed with piru or even cheese. I have linked this recipe in my, f in my recipe folder as well. This is one of my favorite recipes and I really recommend trying this dish. Like I always say, nothing brings people closer together than food. Thank you so much from lis for listening to this podcast and this episode. I hope you have learned something new this episode and feel inclined to make these recipes and explore new cultures. Bye!